Like a sneaky jalapeno in your burrito. That unexpected heat is shocking, but you can't live without it. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Oh, oh, yeah. A couple weeks ago, we were talking about Diablo Canyon. We were talking about the fact that they want to keep it open now. Uh, at least there's a there's a huge group of people that are really pushing for it. Uh, yeah, as far as I know, the close is still happening, right? You have family that works there, and and nothing has changed at this point. But there is more. They're talk. moving forward as if because what they have to do is they have to change the uh, governor's mind, and we know how hard that might be able to do given his commitment to clean energy uh, being so dug in on the in, in the ground. It might be tough, but a lot of people saying, you know, we need that energy around i i think i heard something it said that it provides california with 10 percent of its power uh which is a lot when you think about it because uh, that's a that's a 20 percent swing once you right have to replace and it, if you know, you're so. just kind of paying attention to what's going on here on the central coast and you're not paying attention to what's going on other places in the country when it comes to power in the northwest they have four dams five dams mega dams that i would i don't have the number in front of me that produce most of the West Coast's electricity that they want to take out because of salmon migration. They're saying it has a real problem with native salmon, even though we can make salmon, right, Jeff? We can, we have hatcheries. <laughs> we can do other, but this is so important. They're actually talking about taking out these dams and you, you take out this, you take out Diablo, you start taking out other things. It's like, and they want to put all these electric cars on the grid. It's like, where, where's all this electric energy going to come from? I, I still haven't mm-hmm. heard that plan yet. So if you're just joining us, we got a couple of Arroyo Grande High School kids on the line. They're going to debate keeping Diablo Canyon. So uh, it's been in the news a lot lately. Uh, Elon Musk has talked about it, and he's like, hey, uh, he's, t- he's telling Europe, fire up your nuclear energy. Uh, when the uh, letter was sent from the county commissioners here to the governor's office, uh, he was on Twitter saying, yes, do that. You know, when they're talking about keeping diablo canyon open and uh we were talking about it a couple weeks ago chris is like hey this is or i'm sorry mr ryan right today it's mr ryan sure <laughs> wait virgil and paul he doesn't allow you guys to call him chris in the classroom does he rarely <laughs> <laughs> and we want to be right on you know par with this Mr. Ryan yeah. uh, writes in and says, hey, it's very interesting. My uh, debate team at uh, Royal Grande High School is uh, doing this as a debate theme right now. And we thought, how, how cool would it be to actually, because I know in debate in high school, you make them actually do research, right, Mr. Ryan? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They spend a lot yeah. of time doing research. We don't. We just read Twitter and uh, the TikTok, the a lot articles, of TikTok. The, the, a lot of the articles that come across. So we we thought it'd be kind of interesting to get both sides of the story through the eyes of the future, and that is Paul and Virgil. Because the, let's face it, is there anything more future than the uh, high school students? I mean, this, it's going to affect them the most, right? And so uh, Virgil and Paul are going to debate, and then Paul and Virgil, if you guys are cool, we'll let you guys each do like I don't know a thirty second rebuttal, uh, if if that works. You guys down with that? Now, Mister Ryan, I got to ask you, how is this thing? Or how are these things typically? I think they both said yes. Do? I don't know. Make sure you say yes. verbal. Oh, yes, Paul. Yes, yes Paul. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. M- Mr. Ryan, what's a typical debate um, look like? Like when these guys square off in the, in the, um, I don't know, the square. In the octagon. In the octagon. Okay. I didn't know that the room had eight sides. So, no, um, so how does it work? 
typically, if we were doing a congressional debate, um, the bill that we introduced that was debated on Saturday, um, the there would be a, a first speaker that would be the in the proponency of the bill, and they would get three minutes to make their case for why the bill should be adopted. And after that speech of the, the first proponent, um, other uh, people in the chamber would get a chance to ask them questions, trying to, to pull out uh, any uh, particular details of their advocacy. And then after that, then it would move uh, to the second side of the uh, cycle, which would be a three-minute speech on, on the negative or uh, the con, as we typically call it. And that person then gets to uh, first address the the bill as presented and then can also take a look at the arguments that are presented by the proponency. And this can go on. The the uh, Each session of Congress is an hour and a half long and typically they're assigned either one or two bills. And in this case, one of the bills was the Diablo Canyon one and the other one that was uh, addressed was a, a boycott of the Olympics by uh, the U.S. going forward. And so in that particular round, they got to choose uh, how much time they spent on one bill or the other. Since uh, Virgil's the proponent, I guess he'll be going first in this in this format then? The abridged yes. format? Of oh, the so so yeah. Virgil is for keeping Diablo. Paul, you're against it. All right. Mm. And once again, these topics are... These positions, I should say, are something you signed up for. They weren't assigned to you. So, Virgil, you really believe. And, Paul, you're like, get those (laughs) nuclear reactors out of here. This is going to be interesting. From a Royal Grande High School this morning, Virgil versus Paul. Pro versus against keeping Diablo Canyon. So, Virgil, when you're ready, let's get it on. What we're really talking about in this conversation is nuclear energy's place in the increasingly green state of California. In 2020, half of the energy produced in the state was by non-carbon dioxide emitting categories. We should also consider that California imports about 28% of its energy, the highest of any state, most of it being either non-renewables or unspecified sources. Nuclear energy in 2020 was 8.5% of California's produced electricity, and that shows that nuclear energy can grow, reducing imports and the overall amount of carbon dioxide produced for California's energy. Another significant purpose of nuclear energy production in California is that it helps ensure energy stability as we move into dominantly green energy production. During waves of extreme heat or cold, energy demands can lead to blackouts, which during extreme weather events can be dangerous. This isn't to say green energy is dangerous. It's essential to fight climate change. We're just talking about the natural variability of sources like solar and wind power, considering day-night fluctuations and changing weather. Once we have a solid and stable network of green energy sources, we won't have to worry about it. But as we transition to green energy, we should account for this variability in a safe way, and that's nuclear energy. Very good. Virgil. I liked it. There's a lot of good stuff in there. And now with the rebuttal, here's Paul. California needs to continue forward to be an effective leader in the fight against climate change. That is something that we can all agree on. But this is not happening with the current state of the energy sector, a sector that includes Diablo Canyon. California is set to miss miss its greenhouse gas emission reduction goals by 2030. And in order to have a chance at meeting them, the best avenue remains with clean and renewable energy. While nuclear power was seen as the cleanest form of energy from decades past, solar and wind power have taken the stage with energy insiders and policy leaders in California. This shift is seen through community choice aggregators, 
who supply over 11 million customers in the state with reliable energy connections. From these CCA's perspectives, nuclear power is more expensive, generates toxic waste, and poses community and environmental risks with the potential for catastrophic accidents. Some CCA's have gone so far as to directly refuse energy from Diablo Canyon. As they say, if your ship is sinking, don't go down with it. And this is exactly what California must not do. Stay on the sinking ship of nuclear power with Diablo Canyon in the name of pre-existing infrastructure and jobs. Critics of solar and wind are numerous, with most concerned about the reliability of these new forms of energy to sustain throughout a period of bad weather. But advocating for more resources to be allocated towards sustainable energy sources and battery storage facilities can provide a 24-7 alternative that has the ability to carry California over the deadline set by its pollutant goal reduction goals. Therefore, we should be looking forward, not backward, with regards to Diablo Canyon's shutdown. Very good, Paul. All right, so my first thing is, so you're talking about how we need, I believe you talked in your speech about how we should be stable when we're moving forward with green energy. And I'm not against green energy, but shouldn't we be trying to be stable using things like nuclear energy? Right, the thing is, is that solar and wind energy can be stable apart from nuclear energy. And, you know, people often say that, well, nuclear energy is uh, a lot more stable and consistent throughout the day, but I mean, new technologies like battery storage facilities, which I cited in my speech, can hold power through periods where the power isn't being generated. So Virgil, you talked about how California imports most of its energy, correct? Yeah. So why should we try to rely on other states? Well, so my hope is that we wouldn't rely on other states so much. If we increase like if we look at Diablo Canyon and we don't shut it down, we continue to have energy coming from Diablo Canyon that will keep us from relying even more on other states for energy. I have a question for you guys. Was this um, was was this debate? Were these notes prepared prior to kind of the energy concerns that we're seeing currently with the escalating gas prices and everything going on with the war in Ukraine and Russia? Uh, did you guys prepare these these speeches for um, before that talk or after? Yeah, kind of during, to be honest. I, mean, I okay. mean, that's an ongoing issue, and so these speeches were written like through this past week. Now you guys got to pick pick your sides, uh, Paul. Are you worried uh, for your how you sit on it? Um, are you worried about how this might kind of tip the scales in favor of uh, keeping Diablo Canyon going, uh, things like not pursuing green energy resources? The thing is, is that I think overall the policy should be consistent. So, you know, a, a lot of uh, current events try to shift the power one way or the other in terms of a debate, but sometimes you have to understand that a longer-term goal and a more overarching policy would be more beneficial. Excuse the bell. Yeah. <laughs> and Virgil, are you, I mean, you must feel strongly about this more now than any other time, right? Yeah, I really, having, having well, especially California, but overall, um, having less dependency on other areas for energy resources um, I think now is a good time that we really see we should be prioritizing how efficient we are with our energy. Were you happy when you saw Elon Musk uh, uh, tweeting about it? Were you like, yes, <laughs> um, <a> victory? <laughs> I don't know. I'll be excited for either excited or not excited. It just depends on what comes from it, you know. Mm -hmm. 
Very good. Well, thank you, guys. That was fantastic. Yeah. And thank you, Mr. Thanks Ryan, for, for uh, bringing this uh, up. This was good. We, we, yeah, nice. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's good to see, see that you guys, guys are talking. Yeah, it's good to see you again, too. Um, it's good to see, you, you, you know, you guys are talking about these very important current events type things when uh, approaching your debate class. I think it's really cool that Mr. Ryan is uh, is is doing this, and it's good that both. Uh, Jeremy, did you do debate in high school? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. yeah, I I went to a recruitment meeting, like I had a buddy who took me, and he's like, okay, you're going to have to do about uh, four hours of research a week, and I was like, I'm out, goodbye. <laughs> Ours was so, more of I a think, club, not a class, though. We had public speaking, and then debate was a club, and so uh, you just I think kinda, it's great what you guys are doing, and yeah. you guys are doing really hard work, too, and it's it's cool, and it's it gives you hope for the future. Yeah, for sure. Nice to meet you, gentlemen. Yes, nice, nice to meet you, you. Thank you Thank for you. having us. All right, there we go. If you missed any of this, you came in late. It'll be in the podcast today. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. We'll be right back. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast.